episode of Let's Think On It comes from an excerpt from O Brother Radio with Will Lockamy, Reed Lockamy, and Dr. Mark Westfall. We talked about how groups can affect your decision making. Uh, politics overall is kind of the, the main focus here with Dr. Mark Westfall. But now, emotions, because obviously emotions in this election are really playing a big part, especially on the Republican side. Right. These, these people are real emotional. Yeah. Well, and, and, and as we talked before, the politicians are playing to the emotions. And in, in neuroscience, there's been a lot of study about emotions and the role they play in, in actions that we take. And we're able now, there's, you know, there's been so much progress made in being able to visualize the brain while it's making decisions. In other words, functional MRIs is what, what it's called. You can now observe which area of the brain is essentially being utilized when you're making a decision. And so we can see different areas of the brain are used for rational thought-through decisions versus an emotionally charged decision. And so when someone makes a decision, you can see which part of the brain is really predominating. Okay? Yeah. Um, and so there's a couple of experiments that were done. This one was long before F- fMRIs, but now they've redone it and, and, and applied the fMRI to it, the functional MRI. So this was a trolley dilemma. So essentially, there's a, a trolley. It's just a dilemma that you give, give someone on paper and say, so there's, there's a trolley that's going down the tracks, and, and ahead on the tracks, there's, there's five men working on the tracks. And if the trolley continues, it's going to kill all five men. Uh, you have an option uh, to your next to you is a switch that will switch tracks and it will switch the trolley off the track on the other track is one man who also who will be killed will you will you flip the switch right okay so in this in experiment about 89 percent of the people flip the switch it's five versus one right yeah um, still horrible but You've saved four people, saved a net of four. I guess. Makes sense. It's a utilitarian sort right. of, yeah. So then the next um, dilemma was same scenario, five men in the path of an oncoming trolley. Next to you is a very large man who's leaning close to the track, and if you push him in front of the trolley, it will stop the trolley and save the five men. What percent people you think perform that action in the, in the dilemma. Well, much lower because that's seen as murder. What percent? With flipping the switch murder? Well, that's the thing. But this is the thing. Pushing someone is an act that we see as violent and intentional. Flipping a switch is something that removes us somewhat from, I think, our basic instinct of thinking violence and, right. you know, intentional murder. Rationally, right. One person dies and five lives. Rationally, but you're right. Emotionally, you yeah. feel more responsible when you actually. So I'm gonna guess touch. only twenty nine percent. So it was eleven percent. Eleven. Wow, yeah. that's a big difference. And so they yeah. looked at, but they redid this scenario. This is back back in the '60s. So they redid this scenario now with the, the functional MRI and asked people to do it again. And they looked at which part of the brain lights up when you're talking about the switching the uh, flipping the switch. Yeah. The part of the brain that makes rational decision lights up. When you talk about pushing the man, the part of the brain that deals with emotional conflict lights up. And so you make a different decision 
with a different part of the brain when it's I mean because both are rational if I said whatever you can do you can save five and kill one that is a scenario you'd say okay I'm going to save five if that's my only option if I'm going to die no matter what five are going to die or one's going to die what are you going to choose one I mean that's but when you are involved in it and it involves any kind of emotion and you're right it's it's, I don't think people I mean I don't know if it's that they're worried they're going to go to prison for this murder it's more it just feels you're you're more connected to the action i think the third way too i've heard that one is the person that the one person that can be killed that's your family member so you have you know what i mean like the first scenario is a stranger versus four strangers and the next one is one family member versus the four strangers flipping the switch which brings in the emotional so you wouldn't flip the switch with the so then all of a sudden uh, wait now if it's my family member well now wait which family member because that would make a difference (laughs) that's a great point that's a really good point actually Um, so, but even so, it but brings the in emotions. Right. That's exactly. exactly the same thing. Right. Right. It brings in emotion to the thing. Um, so, there's been um, a lot of study on the uh, on what's triggering this. What what is what part of the system is responsible for this emotional thing we're feeling? Yeah. Um, the dopamine. Did you remember that from the past? Absolutely. Addiction. Yes. Yeah. Uh, the uh, dopamine center is is is. Um, uh, it plays a large role in making decisions and how we feel about decisions. It feels better. So if you make a difficult decision, after you make a difficult decision, you then get this reward of dopamine for having made a difficult decision. Hmm. So uh, there was another experiment by Drew Weston, the member of the, guy, the neuropsychologist yeah. from Atlanta, who looked at um, Democrats and Republicans. Staunch Democrats, staunch Republicans. They gave them conflicting statements from um, a Republican at the time, a Democrat at the time, and then a uh, like a um, personality like a, uh, um, an actor or something, mm-hmm. kind of a neutral personality. And they had them rate the, um, the degree in which the statements conflicted with one another. Now, these statements were made up. Okay. Okay. So they clearly conflicted with one another. So they would say, "Hey, a Democrat said these two so things." So they're saying, like, so President Bush said, yeah. and I think it was during that time as President Bush, you know, something positive about the Iraq War, and then he said something negative about vets or something. And, and they, they were just made up things. But, they were made up okay. things, but they're clearly contradictory. But the person didn't know they were made up. And so the person didn't know they were made up. So yeah. um, then they would rate him from one to five on how contradictory the statements were. Sure. So the Republicans, of course. Rated the Republican contradiction down at about a two, where mm. five was the worst, and the Democratic conflict at a five, and then the the um, the 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 uh, person who was kind of the the control was was again around a four or five because it was clearly contradictory. Yeah, the Democrats were the opposite. The Democratic conflict was a two. The Republican contract right. conflict was a five, and then the the control was also a five, about like the political. So opposite the, in the same way you'd expect. Exactly. Okay. Um, so they also they looked at the functional MRI of these people, like w- which part of the brain is lighting up? What are we seeing? And what they saw was um, essentially initially the rational part lit up, but then it moved towards this emotional center. And after they made this emotional this very emotional decision, it, it by the way it was rational when it was the opposite party or the control subject, yeah. but it got emotional when it was their person. It was your own guy? Okay. So in other words, the rational mind saw the conflict on the opposing candidate and the control candidate, but the emotional brain lit up on their own candidate and made a different decision. Interesting. Now, do you follow that? Yeah. Emotions made them choose differently 
because they connected with their candidate and the emotional connection made them make a decision that was clearly um, not congruent with what was in front of them. It was clearly contradictory statements. I mean, that's what we're seeing with this Trump campaign. That's exactly what happened. So that's that's what happened. People get, they, they, oh, the next part of it was after they made that decision, the dopamine surge mm-hmm. was huge. They didn't expect that. They're like, "Whoa!" Their actually, their brain is actually congratulating them. <laughs> we and we laugh. It's us too. Yeah. If you're, I mean, they it congratulates us for having made a difficult emotional decision. So it's reinforced with this dopamine reward system after they made this essentially wrong decision. You don't even have to make a good decision. Just making a decision feels good. Making a decision based on emotion yeah. feels good. Yeah. If you make it based on rationale, you don't get the dopamine surge. It's just it is what it is. It's a decision. But when there's emotion tied to it, you actually feel stronger about it. So you got to be real careful not to succumb to that pleasure. You can't keep from succumbing to it is, is what these right. neuroscientists are saying. They're saying this is how we make decisions. The emotional decisions that got us surviving through yeah. millions of years have been there a lot longer than our rational brain. So one description is it's like the rational brain is riding bareback on this on this emotional horse, and you're just trying to hang on, and you try to keep your emotions under control. But when when you're when push comes to shove, when you're down to making a a a, a difficult decision, you're going to go with your gut. You think even with self-awareness, though, you couldn't learn to overcome that? I think that certainly yeah. it's a matter of degrees. Yeah. We don't make every decision emotionally. Right. But when we feel emotionally charged about something, we lose our ability to make a rational there decision. I go. think that is really what they were saying. Is, it, is you, you really have to be very diligent about trying to bring in the rationale when you're emotionally charged about something. Try not to have any emotions. That's the key. Mm, well, I don't know if you... Yeah, you can't not have emotions. Not but working on it. Try to... <laughs> and that's why, I mean, you can, you can see Trump literally change his stance mid-sentence on something, and it doesn't affect it one way or the other. These people are still just as gung-ho. Yeah. Oh, exactly. Yeah, he'll make a contradictory statement. It, they're, but, you know, honestly... It will happen on the Democratic side. Oh, absolutely. Oh, sure. He's just such a great example. He's a great example because he's so so over the top with it. I agree. Dude is a demagogue. There's no question about it. politicians essentially have figured out that we make decisions with emotions, and they make make policies based on it. um, We need a break. Yeah, let's take a quick break. Uh, I'm really glad that tonight I don't feel as crazy. You know, a lot of times, man, this is me. Tonight, not so much. Good stuff. To listen to Dr. Mark Westfall live, check out O Brother Radio on Birmingham Mountain Radio, 107.3 FM in Birmingham, 97.5 in Tuscaloosa, at bhammountainradio.com or on the free BMR app. Join in with your questions and comments on Twitter at Lockamy Brothers. <laughs> 